Well, I think we're live. Good morning, everybody. How is everyone doing today? We're off to a pretty good morning. We just got off a live stream with James Wisdom drawing for tattooers. So if any of you caught today's class, let us know what you thought or maybe want to see more of next week. To all of you watching live on Reinventing the Tattoo, Tattoo Now, or the Fireside Tattoo Network, good morning or evening. Uh, we're happy to have all of you here. Uh, take a second to let us know that all of these streams are working in the chat. Uh, this is a live show, so we like to hear where you're watching from or maybe something that you guys want us to talk about. We keep the chat open, so if you um, notice, we're getting a lot better about checking your comments. Aside from our Monday morning shows, we talk about feelings tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern with Robbie Rapole. Later at 9 p.m. Eastern, Sandy McAndrew taught leads the Reinventing Evolution class. Sandy's been working with Guy for several years and has put out a lot of work into the Reinventing canon. We've got links in our description to see what her and Guy have been up to. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, Ricardo Sturdivant's Tuesday Fields Drawing Group is live. Wednesdays at noon is our Tattoo Now show by Gabe, followed by the Reinventing Business Course bi-weekly at 1. Uh, Tattoo Collecting 101, beaming out from uh, Red Tree Tattoo Gallery in Columbus, is a great show for artists and collectors to put on in the background while you're tattooing. It's a good uh, show that makes great conversation between you and your clients. So check it out and set up your reminders for 6 p.m. every Thursday. Uh, Sundays at 1 is Jason Leadister of Philadelphia, his skill building Sundays drawing group. Jason is a very good friend. He's educated, uh, experienced patient. He's been doing the show for a really long time, um, but loves to share his Sunday afternoons with you. To watch any of these shows live, just go to our website or the YouTube channel. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify or any of the other places as well. So thank you to everybody for tuning in and uh, let's go ahead and get Jake on. What's up, Jake? Unmute. Oh, I was trying to unmute on my end and you gave me an unmute button. How's <laughs> it going? Oh, it's going really well. Good, good. Where's our Where's our third co-host? We lost him. It's, you know, I guess it's a variable. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, well, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know really what's happening today. I've got a few things that I'd like to talk about, but uh, uh, hopefully we find Gabe. I don't guess we we're 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 guestless this week, aren't we? Without Gabe, it's just okay. us. You know what? I'm just down us. to roll with just us. Um, so we have been kind of playing around with new software and tricks. Um, so I think our booking style will be a lot better in the future. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. All right. Well, we want to. Uh, we're gonna roll the intro. Roll our intro. Yeah. All right. Actually, do you want to go ahead and tell everybody who you are? As oh, I will. All I right, I will up. do that. All right. <laughs> I'm Jake of the Fireside Tattoo Network, where our goal is to uh, blur the lines between tattooing and fine art. You can find us on YouTube uh, or wherever your favorite podcast platforms are. <laughs> uh, we're on everywhere, I think. I, I think we have a service that basically shoots us everywhere. But if you if you are a big podcast person and you don't know, uh, you can't find Fireside on whatever platform you are on, if you'll email info at Fireside Tattoo, we'll make sure we get uh, uh, get on that platform. I think, we're, I think we're basically everywhere these days, though. Right on. And I'm yeah. Lauren Gregory with uh, Reinventing the Tattoo and Raw Pigments, and uh, happy to be here. This is episode number 47.
All right. Yeah. So I'm curious. I haven't really gotten to see you. I guess last week, what were you up to? Last week, I, yeah, I, I think I just missed last week. I feel like that I only missed one. I may have missed two weeks though, but I had um, uh, I had to move my tattoo schedule around. I've, that's the downside of 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 starting to take on projects uh, where, where people are coming in from different parts of the country or world is that, you know, you want to keep these really strict, like uh, you want to control your own schedule, control your life a little bit, not end up bending to everyone's will. But sometimes it just makes more sense to like, if the person can only fly in this day, it has to fly out that day, or if flights are significantly cheaper. So that's what I ended up with. I started a really cool new project last Monday. Normally I don't tattoo Mondays, but uh, a, a phoenix that basically starts under like under her right boob and around it and all the way across her back and down her left thigh almost to her knee so it was it was about a 10 hour day just to get it um outlined just to get it like it took me probably two hours to place stencils uh and to uh and to, you know draw to connect and all that kind of stuff so so a couple hours of just getting prepped and then like eight hours of tattooing it was her first real tattoo oh i should God. say she has she has like one little bit of text that she got on her underarm just to like make sure she could handle it uh so she got tattooed recently just to make sure that she could you know get through a day like this and she sat like a rock uh it's funny like i always like i think about how when you're designing something that that works over multiple panels of a, of a body and and nothing can be seen like what is seen from here is not seen from here you, know, you don't really see everything together you experience it from three different sides of her body four really all the way around and it's funny how when you take a drawing like that and you unfold it or to like make a stencil for it it's the most awkward weird looking like this phoenix does not look like it it looks like it was drawn by someone who has no idea of of <laughs> perspective and relationships or any of that kind of stuff but it's just the way it has to be when you're like wrapping you know so what panels. was your approach because you know you could handle that almost digitally as well with 3d rendering but like um yeah like the analog version i guess of applying something how did you what exactly did you do with her but with her because i didn't have the opportunity to actually map and trace her body as well we just went by photographs so i i did draw it digitally i drew it on the ipad just to procreate and i basically drew like a side panel and a back panel and a, and a leg panel and so i knew what i wanted them to look like from that perspective and then whenever it came time to stencil i just placed all the main elements where i knew that i wanted them like the head of the phoenix sits here this wing you know wraps like this and this tail does this and then i basically just had to draw the connecting pieces and and i use a lot of background and like atmospheric stuff to make some of those connections so like if there's a connection where a wing hits the body and there is any point where that might look awkward if they you know because mm -hmm. of how it's coming this way and you know, this way then i'll just use you know it's a phoenix so i'll just use flames or something to intercept that area of the body or that connection point. Uh, and, and then no one ever knows the difference. It's all just trickery, you know? <laughs> well, now uh, that I've seen your work enough in person, it's like, Ooh, cool. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I, I can't wait. Yeah. And she's got, she has another appointment in like a week and a half. So we're going to try to motor, Damn. motor through it. So where's she coming in from North Carolina, I think, uh, somewhere in North Carolina. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to excited to get back on it. But yeah, the, so anyways, that that caused me to miss last week's show. So so catch me up a little bit. You were telling me before we came on, we've got you had two guests and and Gabe was live with those guests. Is that right? Yeah, Gabe went down to Queens. So he was in Astoria. Where'd she coming in from? 
Oops. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, was it was in um, Ten Thousand Foxes, which is really cool because I've never met Tim before. And Tim mm. is like, okay, if I can say nerd in a good way, he's um, he is really smart, and he obviously he had questions about pigments and stuff. So I love anything like that. But there are seriously great tattooers. Their shop vibe is really sound. They have like he mentioned nine guest artists coming between now and the end of the year. Oh wow! So they're constantly working with new people. Their rapport is great. Um, they're super passionate. They're just, I don't know. If you didn't watch it, it was episode number 46. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go watching. back and, yeah, I'd like to go back and at least catch the, the interview portion of it. What, um, uh, they're in Boston? Is that what you said? Where are they? Uh, Queens, New York. Oh, Queens. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Okay. Huh. And what was Gabe there just for the show? Or I guess he's doing some type of contract work, some type of uh, uh, software work with him. Yeah, setting up stuff like that, I believe. Yeah. Which was yeah. cool because honestly, he uh, he was on location with Bart, our friend Bart, mm-hmm. like what, a couple months or a month or so ago. Yeah. And that was cool because it was the same type of thing. Um, it's neat, really cool to see artists in their own environment, like, you know, adapting because we've been doing the live stuff. Obviously, you've been doing it for a really long time, but it's cool to see the catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really scary because that tech, they're tech demons. They're not tech angels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they were, I think a lot of us would be in it a lot more. Right. Yeah, I've uh, like I've, I've said a lot. I'm, the difference in what I do with pre-recording and making sure that everything is exactly the way that I want it to be, and then releasing it on a date, it's it's so much less stress than than this type of thing than, than the live streaming. I'm I'm happy that you guys take care of all the button pushing and technical side of it, and I get to just show up and uh, and do this. Uh, well, speaking and, and of, uh, just while we do the live stream, one thing I want to say, hey Jason, on the spot, yeah, for watching. Creature yeah, he, Amber uh, from the Reinventing. What's up, everybody? Um, we've got our 50th, 50th episode coming up in a few weeks before you yeah. guys to Richmond. So if there's anything, anybody you guys want to talk to, just uh, drop a nice little comment and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited about that. 50. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I was uh, speaking of, I see Jason says, hey, Lauren, over here on the fireside uh, uh, chat. Uh, we had an episode that I did not do a great job of promoting, unfortunately, but uh, we had an episode last week uh, with, did you watch it with Jason? Yeah. Uh, really good. A ton of good information. And he was, he shared a lot of links to some of his favorite printing stuff and photography stuff. And so I've got a, I've got a little clip from it that I was going to play uh, here, here today. And um, uh, it was a great episode. Luckily, uh, I'm lucky that YouTube reminds people that we have content out whenever I'm so terrible about doing it. <laughs> so I, That's I, did, how I got it. <laughs> did you? Good. Yeah. 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 I hope if, if you guys do, you know, I'm not the best at, at, at promoting our episodes when they come out. So if you have not uh, clicked the notification bell on Fireside, then definitely should. Oh, sorry, Gabe. You're too late, man. We're already in a roll. Oh, we are doing a show. It's yeah, Monday morning. Shit. Yeah, no, we're we're in a Welcome. flow now. You'll you'll just you'll just screw us all up. Just be quiet. <laughs> what are you What are you doing? Why are you Why are you late? Do you have a note from the teacher or anything? Uh, yeah, actually, I had a, a, a consulting uh, meeting. Somebody was uh, helping me with some of the uh, the softwares. I've been signing up to you know some softwares and tools. Yeah, and then they're like, we could give you a free half hour or a free hour, and I'm like, cool. And then we start and it takes me about 90% of the time to just explain how far along we've already gotten and what we uh, need. Um, but yeah. then they're always like, you know, and, but it's great because the last 10 minutes, I'm like, so where do we go from here? And they're like, oh, you know what? You could do this. I'm like, I know I could do that and because I'm defensive. I know I yeah. could do that. That's what I'm talking about. And they're like, and this is how you do it. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> That's what I needed. 
That's what I needed. Well, so anyways, I apologize. All of a sudden I realized, you know, I realized when I get on a Zoom call, time disappears. Yeah. Yeah. How's yep. the show going? People watching? People yeah. are watching. Every, uh, we've got uh, we've got a handful of folks uh, giving their good mornings. And uh, we were just kind of catching up on what you guys did last week. Uh, I was just telling um, uh, telling everyone about an episode that we put out last week with Jason Leeser, where he shared a lot of information about his uh, his printing process, choosing printers. We talked about um, both if you want to get up to print, get set up to print your own kind of fine art prints at home, how you might choose a printer. And then also if you wanted to hire printers, how you might choose a printer. <laughs> so awesome. Like how to choose a printer or how to choose a printer. <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah. Do you know the, um, do you know why the, there's uppercase and lowercase letters or, or, or the origin of uppercase and lowercase? Let's hear it. No. No. Well, people can post in the, no one gives a shit really. Uh, I mean, maybe they do. Uh, I don't know. We could either tease it out or I could give it. A, we should do. We should do that though. Maybe in the beginning of every episode, we could ask a fun trivia question uh, and give the answer at the end. Yeah, that's a good but, idea. Uh, when when the printers had their uh, letters out in their uh, printing cases, they had the lowercase of letters that they would use to put up on the printing press, and then they would have the uppercase that they would go to put on the printing press. There's an uppercase and a lowercase. Yeah. Well, how do they decide which one to use for what? Just is it just because of grant? Just. I, thought I don't you were know. I don't. I don't know. If like, I guess let's say the 1600s. I guess 1700s. I don't, I'm embarrassed. I don't even know when printing presses. What year? Somewhere around whatever the printing presses were made. I don't think they had many um, standards of which keys or, or they put in which spots. Although my my, I would propose my uneducated opinion would be depends on who your mentor was. Hmm. Yeah. On which keys so. to put where. They probably had some sort of uh, standards that they evolved towards. But um, I, and I, the same thing, right? The the QWERTY keyboard is like set up. I mean, it's not like, you know, they, they they obviously put thought into it, but they put thought into the way like typewriters and shit work like fucking whatever, 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, We need new keyboards. Well, Keyboard revolution. Sorry, this is Tattoo Talk. Uh, we do, you know, even more than keyboards, we need um, uh, a better interface for smart TVs. It is so frustrating. And I'm still clicking through like with my remote control to try to choose, you know, what I want to search on YouTube or whatever on my on my tv and mine has i know we all have like speak like talk to whatever like there's a little microphone button on my remote it's complete garbage button. it doesn't work at all she doesn't understand anything that i say or it doesn't understand anything that i say um, but it does it does record it all and send it straight to china oh or russia or wherever i don't know you could probably send it straight to washington dc would it be even worse or just as bad uh, hold on, we got a, the creature says the indent on a paragraph started with uh, an oversized letter that was forgotten to be handwritten into the old text and it became a thing. Let me read that awesome. again. It started with an oversized letter that was forgotten to be handwritten in the old text. Huh, interesting. So like some sort of weird, uh, uh, you know, somebody basically fucked something up and then was like, nah, no, nah, you know what? It's, it's a little bit easier to read that way, right? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I bet well, there's a lot of, I wonder what they're, uh, I wonder what like artsy, I mean, obviously in tattooing, there's plenty of like legacy things that uh, we only do because that's the way they were done fucking, you know, yeah. some of them are done for hundreds of years on purpose. Some of them, you know, you just kind of pick up from your, you know, it's just like parenting, you know, you, you pick up your crappy parenting from your crappy parent, you pick up your crappy tattoo right. habits from your crappy tattoo mentor, and then all of a sudden you're like doing shit and people are like, that's the way, it's one of my pet peeves, that's the way that, you know, we, we, it's been done. I was like, well, just because that's the way that it has been done does not make it an excuse for us continuing to fuck it up yeah um, yeah anyway yeah right let me while, while we were talking about that episode in printing let me uh 
let me share just a little clip from Jason's episode, cool, cool. and then you guys can find it. Uh, let's see. Could you guys see that there? Yep. It's no. your desktop. Oh, I'm not supposed to see my whole desktop. Don't look off to the side. Self, huh. it's about the type of pigment that the printer uses. Or okay. let me rephrase. It's about the type of ink that the printer uses. I always look for a printer that uses pigment ink. Uh, pigment ink is archival. It is good for hundreds of years without fading, without any kind of alteration, any type of museum quality photograph or museum quality reproduction that you see, it's going to be made with pigment ink. There you go. Pigment ink. Stop share. Awesome. I'm digging yeah. a new format with the, uh, with the words underneath. Yeah, I'm trying to get, you know, some, some podcast, I need to reach out to some of these other uh, tattoo podcasters that are so much better than me now. The guys <laughs> at the Tattoo Guardians, theirs are cool. Like the way their text pops up, it like oversizes the word that's most important, you know? And then like, so it'll kind of like type out as they're talking and it pauses with them. I'm sure that's some, I'm sure there's some app that that does it automatically. I, I, but were you using the new one that we just signed up for? I'm sure it could do something like that, but. It probably, yeah, probably could. No, I just created that in Premiere. I, I'm still, uh, making, every, okay. I'm still well, making everything in Premiere. We're, uh, we're, I know that we're getting you shifted over so, so, some new tech this week. So we'll, we'll work on that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, uh, well, oh, in, our, in, our, in reinventing news, the podcast yesterday had the best month uh, of downloads that we've ever had in a you know, year uh, and a half. That's awesome. Now, granted, nice. granted, you know, we, I, I was slacking for a month or two, so it's not like we were, like, going as strong as I possibly could. But, uh, but the fact is, right now, all of our shows are going up on the podcast, like clockwork, and uh, the audience is growing uh, accordingly, which nice. um, makes it pretty sight. Nice. Hey, while, while while I'm still in uh, while I'm still in share mode, do you mind if I share a little clip of my upcoming episode for this week? I've already got it pulled up here. Please. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Congrats on that. Uh, all right, desktop there. Share sound. So this week, our special guest is Nico Hurtado. To this day, man, I mean, it's. I think I've learned a lot of things and figured out some stuff, but you know, it's still, I've only been tattooing for 22 years. So I'm seeing tattoos that are probably 18 years old, 19 years old, and I'm able to judge them now. And since it wasn't really like those people doing it, but I think also a solid, solid tattoo, like wall to wall color is going to hold up the best for that style of tattooing. Unless you're really, really like disciplined with leaving really open skin and just kind of fading it out, out to that, like, but I think the longest lasting is wall-to-wall -wall color because I'll stop it there. So yeah, he we went um we went pretty deep. Let's see. We went pretty deep into a lot of his kind of uh uh his his process. Uh, you know, and he was kind of a real innovator when it came to that color realism. He was doing things. And you know, we even got into like how he started the kind of approach where you're like rendering fully, which all the realism guys do now, but when he started doing it, uh, where you're like fully rendering. So you got like stencil here and full color and render up to the nose, you know, and, and you're like, how, who does that? Well, that doesn't even make any sense. And he was the first person that I ever saw do it. And so we talked about where that approach came from. Uh, and it's funny, you know, all the stuff that he did, he really didn't know there wasn't anyone really doing it. He was kind of winging it a little bit, but a uh, great interview. We talked for about an hour or so, uh, and that interview was actually put together by um, Jägermeister, <laughs> of, all play, of all things. So, awesome. pretty, yeah, it was, it was, you guys, were, you, were you guys drinking Jäger during the interview? Or was no, that man, I, you know, I, I 
looking back, I should have, but I don't really, I don't really care for Jaeger, but uh, I've been, you know, I, I guess I still need to do an intro. So maybe I'll go grab a bottle today. You should do an intro make sure you do an outro too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, one of the things I remember uh, Nico's uh, uh, yeah, obviously fantastically, you know, talented. Um, I, I, I did, um, you know, I guess I'll, we'll talk about it because that's why we're here, I suppose. But uh, I first met him in uh, 2009, I believe. Mm-hmm. So uh, Joshua Cartland had come out. I think Josh was maybe our second or third guest. And um, I was like, you know, Josh, who, who should, uh, who should we have come, you know, who would you recommend we bring in? And uh, he was like, Oh, Nico, this kid, Nico Hurtado. And I was like, Oh, I think that's the guy that did like the bat, the cat woman, you know, he did the cat woman tattoo. He's like, yeah, I did the cat woman tattoo. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. And yeah. Uh, yeah, sure enough, like, you know, six months later, Nico was out and uh, doing amazing tattoos. And, you know, to your point, like, um, you know, very, you know, uh, uh, giving, you know, like he was, he's able to talk about it. He likes to talk about it. And, um, you know, in hearing him talk about, uh, I remember this was, you know, 2009, this was, uh, you know, over a decade ago. And I've smoked a lot of weed since then, but I still remember this. He was like, you know, when I look at, uh, you know, uh something you know i could really kind of like look in there and get into it and i could look and i could see you know i want to count the dots okay there's like three dots of blue two dots of yellow and i'm like damn man you're like <laughs> getting into the fucking into it you know you're yeah. there and that's why the shit looks like, like the way that it did and does yeah and um yeah he's now, great we, yeah we talked a little bit about some of that experience the first time i ever met him or uh very briefly was at the uh the the thing that you did in in portland the worldwide tattoo conference oh, yeah. in, in portland and that was i think we decided that that was like 2015 uh nico and i talk, uh, talking i think uh, so yeah seven yep, seven seven almost eight years ago now and uh yeah he had a he had a great seminar there um uh, gogoy did a really fantastic seminar oh. nick baxter and uh um so yeah, a lot of a lot of Adrian Lee. Adrian, Adrian did his Lee. there. I was yeah, fucking. Yeah. I love that shit. Uh, Ralph Nonweiler did one Ralph? there. Damn, damn. Yeah, yeah. It's a really, really good show. Uh, and we talked about it. actually. Nico commented on how well put together that that was, and like you know, lunch was provided, and it was like it was good. It was yeah, you know, it was like hot <laughs> yeah. food. Yeah, you know, it was it was crazy. It was the first tattoo event that I had ever been to that was put on that you know at that level. So. uh I felt yeah. out about paradise myself in Colorado and yeah. Keystone. I was like, it was the first time being impressed like that. So good job, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shucks. No, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to do that shit again. People want to do it again. You know, not yeah. this year, probably not next year, but the year after that, you know, we could do some cool. I mean, again, part of what, I, what I've been doing is before, you know, I got my ass kicked and then COVID happened. Like I'm like smaller events are much better for me. Right. So like the 550 people kind of things are still what's uh, fascinating me. Um, but it, it was, fun. you know, it is fun throwing massive big parties and, 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 you know, we meet people all the, or I meet people all the time that have been to, again, some of these random spots, you know, Keystone or Colorado or, or, uh, you know, Portland was fun. I mean, I want to get back over to Italy and Europe and I've been talking about doing a, an inspiring tour in, uh, in Italy. I think I teased it out a little bit more, but, um, mm-hmm. we should do a big show again. I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, at some point. We can get you a bubble game. <laughs> I'll go around about the, the, the. Uh, bubble man invention producer in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you know uh well at this point i'm mostly working on other people's shows anyway so i'm happy i'm happy to uh to do that I, you know i don't have a tattoo show like, like part of doing those big shows is that i had you know a full crew behind me yeah and uh you know right now i'm running so you know pretty much so obviously i got a lot of help and working with people and stuff but like 
at the end of the day, my staff meetings are with myself. So it's uh, not really super plausible to run a show show at that scale. The conference, yes. You know, I'm definitely down with doing another worldwide conference at some point. Too. I've been talking to Alex uh, Depasse about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, you know, again, obviously things are crazy and uh, stars need to align. He's also very, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, who are the icons of the day, right? I mean, maybe this is a good question for people. Who mm-hmm. are the icons, you know, of today? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because sometimes, you know, I'll ask that and people uh, hammer out, you know, 20 people. I'm like, well, I know three of them. So they're only yeah. they can't be quite iconic yet, but almost. Anyways, that you know, that's uh in the works, right? If people want another worldwide conference, we can do those again. And uh yeah, definitely. And that that is a good question. That's definitely something that you know that you'd want to get, you know, get out there to the general tattoo public early on and get get feedback. Because one thing that would be tricky about that though, especially with with a new group of tattooers who have a new group of 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 tattoo heroes is just because these people are great tattooers and really great at running their social media doesn't mean that they can get on a stage and make a presentation. And we've run into that a handful of times where it's just like, Oh, wow. Like, yeah, good thing. You're so good at tattooing. Subjective. You know, it's not necessarily subjective. Sometimes it, dep- yeah. it would depend on who you ask, but I think that's kind of understood. It, it would be really interesting though. I don't know who it was. Actually it was Tony Urbanic who was talking about like, some like unknown studs in Russia that he had found at one point, or this, this kid, like just killing it. And it's like, it kind of depends on what you call or define iconic as, but I mean, yeah. like someone like Henning, I consider Henning an absolute icon in the world. You know, there's, yeah. it depends on who you ask, or I've asked yeah. people who don't even know who, what Royal tattoo is. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Henning's, a, I mean, him and like, and Mike, all those guys, I would call him. Yeah. Icon, but, and, and that's the thing for me. And I think it almost, is okay, right? So, if like for me, and again, part of me, you know, would be like, well, the, the best would be to, you know, get Philip Blue, right? If we could get, yeah. you know, Philip Blue, yeah. and that would be great. I don't care if 90% of the tattooers that have been tattooing three years don't know who he is, because part of my job as the event producer is to introduce them to that, to, like to, to do that, to, make, to help make those connections. Not that I, you know, uh, yeah. I'll never be in a position to be introducing Philip to anybody, right? But, but that, that would be the intent, right? Or, or, or guy or whoever it might be. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so 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 part of it's like the icon, like the definition of icon. I don't know we can look it up. I'll look it up while we're doing this stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a kid who's been tattooing and then is awesome and blows everybody away is not an icon, right? Because there's also other. It's not just the quality of work and how much you could strike somebody. It's like how much you could in- positively influence your peers and 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 clients and all that, right? And so, like Guy, for instance, you know, uh, not only does he continually get better at his craft and do better tattoos and better art and whatnot, um, but he's also teaching. Right. So like his influence, um, you know, is out there in the context of his teaching. Right. You know, and so. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's part of what would make him an icon. And now, obviously, Philip Blue doesn't do any teaching. He hangs out in, you know, the Alps and just does these amazing back pieces and, as an artist. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So but yeah. the point is, I guess uh, I would I would propose that um, when we're making like a tattoo shop or a convention, we definitely want to have, you know, uh, the young girls and boys who are like, you know, in it two years and are killing it and, and you know, aren't, you know, uh, and pushing things because they don't know any better. Uh, but certainly it's almost just as important or more important to have those wise old people to have, you know, Carrie Barra or, uh, you know, who's uh, like Arendelle Dover or somebody who's like just watched their shit for decades um, and have also navigated the tattoo world for decades. Mm-hmm. Um I think is uh, is very important, and so sometimes I'll see, and we've all seen, and I'll, and I'll wrap up my fucking rant in a second. We've all seen like conference types where, or I've seen conference types where I've seen kid people that are really talented but are not 
mature enough to understand the level of influence they have. So some of the shit that comes out of their mouth, it's like, dude, you have 400,000 people fucking idolizing you. Shut the fuck up until you know what you're saying, <laughs> right? That would be cool um, if we had um, like even a segment where once a week we could kind of spotlight uh, an icon or someone that we look up to. Yes, I, I, I think that we have a roaming uh, segment. We have 20 minutes, uh, one week of somebody new, 20 minutes of somebody that's an icon, 20 minutes, you know, sure. we, we, we're, both, we're, gonna, we're not, and because we're automatically going out on the podcast, thank you podcast listeners, we will tighten it up and do so. Cool. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Our, uh, we had a few, a few other comments in here. Uh, Dan, uh, uh, our, 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 uh, our, our, our helper Dan, our buddy Dan here says, um, Nick Baxter and Steve Moore are two icons that would stand out to him. Yeah, Nick does a lot of teaching. I think that Steve, Steve just did that Columbia Tattoo Conference, and I'm really curious to talk to someone who was at that conference uh, and and got to see his presentation because it from a um, from a uh, you know obviously from a talent standpoint and a, and a and a body of work standpoint, Steve is up there with with anyone. But I don't know exactly Possibly how the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's all a matter of flavor, I suppose, at that point. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know, we saw a, a couple of clips from it out. Lauren, maybe you showed that he got a standing ovation at the end of his demonstration. So, like, how often do you see that? So, obviously, yeah. he did. Obviously, he was really good. Uh, but I haven't talked to anyone who was there. I know Russ was there, Abbott, but I haven't talked to him. I thought about texting and you asking should. him. You should send him a message. I'd totally yeah. love to hear that firsthand recall of that. Yeah, me too. I, uh, yeah. yeah, we yeah. have a uh, somewhere in the archives. We have an interview with him from uh, Venice. A, uh, he did a, a an interview, and um, I think we made a. I think we got like ninety percent of the way through making a, a Venetian DVD, and mm -hmm. then uh, didn't get it over the finish line. But uh, one of the things that really struck me about him is that he's very, very kind, very kind of fun and animated too. Like I remember him, <laughs> you know, and very tall. He's like tall and animated. Uh, yeah. So yes, agreed wholeheartedly, Dan. Uh, both of those guys, uh, I would consider icons again because of their decades of positive contributions to the tattoo world. Yeah. Yeah. And we have uh, Jason says yes, tattoo icons. Exclamation point. Amber Morgan says she loves that idea. So there you go. We have two. Well, well but for, spit them out. Doing that. You can't Jason, just say yes. Jason say no, yes. They're they're talking about as a um, as a segment. ongoing segment. Yeah. Yeah. Jason has a plethora of knowledge in terms. I love talking to him about uh, the why, because he gets, it wasn't just yes. He's like, yes, <laughs> he's very animated too. And um, he got to see Steve uh, tattooing, I believe. Um, when was it? Uh, he went to Canada over the summer. So. Oh. oh, speaking of Canada, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I, I saw that uh, 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 Marcus uh, Leonard moved to yep. Move to the uh, uh, the same island. What's it called? The um, Vancouver Island, I believe. Vancouver Island, yeah, which is where Steve, I guess, is still based out of. It's where he was. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So yeah. Marcus Leonard is possibly not. He's another fucking absolute badass. I'm, I'm firing. Have you now. have you talked to him to find out why he made that move from Germany to Canada? Oh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, for uh, uh, Haya. Uh, okay, gotcha. Um, they've been, uh, I think they, they recently, did they actually get a proposal? I think you actually got Yeah. A yeah. That's right. You're right. Yeah, I don't know if they're married yet, but Hi, I did see, a, I did see a proposal. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So she's from that area. So they moved to be. Correct. They've been going back and forth to, uh, okay. uh, Germany and now they're, they're, well, evidently if he's back there, yeah, he's, he landed back there. Ironically, uh, John Clue has moved back to Long Island. Um, oh, interesting. From where? 
he was up in Canada there for a while with uh he was up in Canada for the last year or two or three or four I don't know he was up in Canada previously yeah yeah uh Marcus his 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 form of of bio organic of this style of work is is as unique as anyone who's ever done it really uh, it's got his own stamp on it uh we had a great two-part interview with him probably a year or two ago now and uh we went into some of this you know some of his reasoning behind his color palettes his design his you know his process and all of that it was a really good show in fact i'd like to go back and watch it uh myself because now that i'm talking about it there's a lot uh-huh. that i probably forgot you know, I, I did a, a a good interview with him and uh, with him and Kaya actually, uh, like three or four years ago. Right, I was still you know half depressed, and uh, it was pretty awesome. They, yeah, they're they're fun. They got a good yeah. chemistry. They, um, I did not promote the, yeah, I did promote the for a little bit because uh, anyway, the point is the fucking awesome. This is Kaya's work here, and you can see obviously they, uh, you know, why they get along so well. Yes, yeah, <laughs> similarly stylistically. Yeah. Um, do they do, do they collaborate? I assume they have. And oh, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, when they're on different, uh, you know, continents and stuff, it probably makes it a little more difficult. They did a collaborative poster for the Paradise next year. Oh, nice. Wow. They, they did it for a previous year that did not uh, happen. But uh, yeah. yeah, she also does like fabrics and shit. This is fucking cool stuff. Yeah, I don't think that I follow her. That's really nice. Uh, I don't think that I follow her. I should. I know her name. I, I know that I've, uh, we've, I've crossed paths with her somehow. Uh, I'm going to do that while you're scrolling. I'm going to go find her. She helped us uh, put together the uh, show. Were you up to make the show near in the Chicago area? Uh, at Rob's place? One of the Reinventing Lives? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I am following her. See, you, you follow people and then they don't ever show up on your feeds you just don't know who you're keeping up with in fact uh, marcus made some post about uh, one of my all-time favorite tattooers tim bedron that oh, he's yeah. relocated to like oregon or something and he made showed a couple of uh tim's pieces just to you know to to, to put him out there and i realized that i don't ever see i haven't seen the last like 10 posts that he's made either so maybe it's just that i'm not on the platforms as much but if you're not interacting you're not, you're not uh, gonna get it right yeah yeah leave this shit Fuck it. Yeah. I haven't looked at his stuff in forever. Oh, man. Just, what? Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's little textures. But like, you know, textures that work in the context of fucking, you know, you know, textures when it's needed and fucking makes sense, not like. Yeah. No, what's funny what, what, what's funny is he uh, he only does i think black and gray tattoos now all of his drawings are black and gray but i feel like he early in my tattoo career he was one of my biggest in color influences yeah he, he used to come down and do guest spots at underground art where i where i where i worked for about 15 years and um uh, and I would see him when he was doing the really kind of twisty, gnarly trees. And he would use all of these like browns into ochres on the light side. And then from browns into these soft muted purples on the shadow side. And then, you know, really, really subtle, like uh, 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 reflective light, you know, and stuff under it. And it was the f- most effective use of of muted color I'd ever seen. Like, uh, and I was just watching how he was mixing in and out and stuff. And uh, so I, I don't know, completely... You know, was trying to steal his his approach to color and then fast forward whatever 20 years 15 years and he 
doesn't do color anymore. Sorry, I'm just dorking out on the dogs here. I, look, <laughs> does he not look like a, a cousin, or, or she looked like a cousin, Friggy? This is my dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. My Instagram is just all pictures of my dog now. I try oh, to stay okay. off Instagram. I'm still addicted. Anyways, Tim's fucking yeah. badass. Really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And yeah. uh, I love it when people uh, change their, yeah, when they when they when they change it up a bit like that. It's uh, you know, they him and someone who else is like a, an example, maybe like Alec Turiansky. You know, it's there's a piece of art that they understand fundamentally. So it's like almost the different mediums are tapping into the same real fundamental thing. So it's not like they're just good at one kind of art. It's like they could really, yeah. They, it seems like they understand a lot of the different aspects of all the different arts. That's a that's a really good comparison. The, the I hadn't thought I hadn't thought about those two guys, uh, you know, uh, together. But yeah, that, that's a really great comparison. That's someone else who's who's on that same level with of, of B drawing that really does like. Uh, you, you can't, I mean, you can look at any tattoo that Teriansky does for 20 minutes and still discover new things, you know, within it. Oh. Just one of the absolute, you know. This is still a Beedrin here. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. Teriansky's yeah. got some paintings. Yeah. There was one that uh, yeah. I saw from um, Teriansky. Uh, he worked uh, with us at a booth in uh, Hell City. And uh, so mm -hmm. I, I was looking at the painting. For like three days and i was still seeing shit in it three days later but this is yeah. one of his current paintings this is one of uh, alec Tradiansky's. uh yeah it's incredible he's been um live streaming some of the uh some of the painting yes yeah, so it was like 40 uh, minutes of him, uh, oh nice oh uh, yeah. i should go back and watch that yeah i mean it's uh yes yeah, his, his tattoos are just as you know just as interesting just all the all that subtlety like oh. yeah yeah that's actually pretty similar to that especially down in the claws and in the branch that's looks a lot like a tim bedron tattoo i am sure that uh they appreciate each other's work yeah look yeah. at that Whoa. so wow. good oh yeah his imagination is uh yeah he's one of my favorites too yeah. And he, he worked uh, at your shop for how long? A couple of years. Yeah. Uh, he came over, I think, for the first tattoo gathering, 2008. And then um, we, uh, he came over, did a couple of guest spots, got in trouble with immigration for a little bit, but then got a full one visa, maybe like four or five years later. Or maybe it was eight years later. I don't know. Uh, he worked for a couple of years, got his full one visa. And um, but then he went back to Russia maybe five, six years ago, four years ago. Hmm. Um, like just before my shop fucking fell apart, he uh, moved back to, uh, to to Russia. And so. I, I hope he's sneaking out of there right now so he doesn't get roped into whatever this draft is that they're doing. We can't afford to be losing artists like him. No, yeah, it's uh, insanity. You know, yeah. I, I mean, part, part of, uh, yeah, we could get into that if we want to, but. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like, yeah, okay, Russia, it's a good thing that you're, uh, you know, protesting now, but you could have protested fucking three months ago when you were still beating the shit out of Ukraine, you know. <laughs> right. Um, and again, you know, part of, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, back... I'm a fucking computer geek, and uh, I, I got opinions about everything, but that's a, that's a different show. Yeah, back, back to the art side. That, there are so many great Russian artists, and you hope that, you know, I yeah, hope they're able to Who's it, Rain? Rain's from uh, uh, Art of Rain, the Arch of Rain. Oh, uh, yeah. Got, uh... That was a cool um, thing to see here on the benefit, on the Drunk Critique benefit thing. Yeah, sick ass painter. Now, so, so Rain's a, a tattooer. These are her paintings. She um, 
went through the illustrators master's class that was up mm -hmm. here and as you know we've talked about in the past uh are they still doing that no uh, they do some of it online a uh, smarter school smart art oh. school yeah is that the same group smart yeah. Art school yeah uh, rebecca yeah, my, my uh my, my good friend one of my biggest inspirations um adam shaw is, is taken has taken a few uh classes uh he just finished one up with um uh what's his name scott fisher and oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh it was scott fisher and um oh shoot who did the, who does the awesome polar bear paintings um e, not in uh oh and um, uh, greg, 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 greg greg yeah greg manchester yeah it was a it was a class that the two of them did together and adam got a lot out of it we may have talked about it on this show a few months ago uh where he talked about how uh one of the two of those guys i forget which one like would start their painting in photoshop and like get the rough kind of uh temperature and shapes and just block it in very very loosely and muddy and then have it printed on canvas and then paint on top of it. so it was kind of like his underpainting uh -huh. and then he would paint directly on top of it i thought that was pretty cool yeah this guy here dan dos santos is a yeah yeah did a, a drunk critique with us it was really awesome to do the drunk critique with the illustrators because uh, you know obviously tattooers uh, you know have a, a run a, a checklist to run through um the illustrators are like why is the character you know uh you know why is the character have his hand like this if there's somebody striking it should be like that hmm. yeah <laughs> you know and uh yeah. a lot of it was also about priority you know yeah. and uh it's kind of like designers like if you talk to you know graphic designers are like you know header so you know subheader you know title mm -hmm. images right like there's there's just rules of, of design with priority and so you know clearly priority base you know second priority tertiary you know there was primary you know secondary tertiary there's a lot of you know primary secondary you know background uh, uh, the the you know the steps that they go through were uh yeah pretty good and yeah. uh, the tattooers that go through this uh, have all, uh, whether I appreciate them as people or not, all the ones that go through it are fucking come out better artists and tattooers uh, any day of the week. I wonder if they have any plans to go back to to in person because the, I never did one, but I what I tattooed at your shop in uh, East Hampton right either right before there was going to be one or right after. And several of the artists at your shop had been to them or were getting preparing to go again. And they were talking about just, you know, how they had uh, art rooms that were open, you know, 24 hours a day. And it was like this whole kind of, it almost came across like a summer camp or winter camp, whatever kind of environment. Uh, I would imagine you get a lot more out of that than you do an online experience. Oh yeah. You know, uh, 100%. Uh, it was great. It was really, it was a treat because they always had the open house on Father's Day. So for years, I go over there and be able to check out all the artwork and whatnot. And, uh, but I think uh, Rebecca moved down to down south. So if they do it again, I think all oh, close to your neck of the woods, maybe in Savannah area. Uh, Rebecca oh, okay. Y is the one who uh, put it together. And um, although oh. part of me is like, well, if the formula exists in Amherst, you know, maybe some of those artists, uh, you know, like Amherst might want to help uh, make it happen again or something. But yeah, um, yeah. That's not. It'd be awesome if she put if she put something uh, together in Savannah. That's not that far from me. I mean, kind of, but not not too bad. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful area. Uh, uh, Dan Dan says Christian Perez. He's throwing out uh, other folks. Yeah, Christian did. Um, he he did the last uh, uh, Paradise BYOB. He did a full yeah. day painting seminar. Uh, I saw. Great. 
Yeah, I saw a lot of people's paintings and people really loved that that seminar that seemed to be one of the hands down favorites. I was I didn't make it to that one. I don't know why, but uh, but uh, it was like a full six hour day or more and everyone painted a skull. And I saw a lot of the a lot of people's paintings that came out of it. I didn't see Christian's painting from it, but I saw a lot of people who took it and there were a lot of good paintings. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do I, quick, quick, come on. Give me more. Oh, well, just we don't get any more. <laughs> you looking forward to being um, at Jiminy Peak again, Gabe? Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. We're doing um, something, uh, a show with uh, Mark from Needlejig. And so we've got uh, two days up there on the mountain, or, you know, real chill. It'll be um, yeah, just seminars. We've got one room for seminars, one room for like a hangout room. And uh, we'll be doing a ton of uh, webcasting and such. That's, when is uh, that? It's a uh, 24th and 25th, right after the uh, the conventions oh, yeah, in Richmond. Yeah, right after Richmond. Okay. But yeah. uh, this is uh, this is Christian. I guess this is him and his travels here. I think he's in uh, Vietnam here. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. But, you know, one, one of the ways that a lot of these guys, you know, artists will get inspiration, obviously, is to, uh, you know, to travel to amazing, fantastic places. And, you know. We do have the opportunity to go to Crazy. Vietnam in March. Yeah, oh, really. Mm -hmm. What's the what's the Alex uh, from World Tattoo Events was uh, there's a convention that is going on in Da Nang towards the like the third week of March. So um, him and I have been talking about that kind of cool stuff. So we should bring nice. Alex on to talk about it sometime because oh, it yeah, is absolutely. a beautiful place to be. Hmm. Yeah, he's, that'd be awesome. He's worked yeah. with other promoters, you know, pretty intimately for a long time. And so I, I'm interested to see what he does. You know, in terms of hosting an event, um, he recently yeah. opened up that Dragon City Inc. I'm not sure if you saw that at all. It's pretty uh, cool. He's really passionate about the things that he does. He's going places. I like to follow him. Hmm. Yeah, I've never met him. I, yeah, we should definitely have him on. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I definitely relied on his website a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to keep yep. up with what's happening when. Um, this yeah, is a then, world tattoo events here. Let me fire it up real quick for people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're ever interested in figuring out any conventions anywhere, is by far the largest resource of... Uh, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it has to be a ton of work. I tried to copy them, like right away, you know, whatever, 15 years ago. I was like, oh, look, I, you know, I have a convention listing. Um, and I was like, I'll, uh, you know, just go and copy every, uh, you know, event listing. After about two days, I was like, fuck that shit, I'll just point people there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's funny. Um, do you, if you can get to March, Let's see. that yeah. we can show the yeah. show that he's talking about. Probably uh, everything we just scrolled through was for next weekend, if I had to guess. But you probably. Uh... Yeah, I've noticed like 40 listings a month, you know, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. This this website is pretty easy to navigate, though. I've depended on it as like a tool many, many times. Yeah, super cool. Oh, yeah. And you can choose by location, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, reinventing. Nice. So one of these. The name. Uh, I thought it was in May, so I'm not sure exactly if that would be it. But yeah, his logo's on it, so that's it. Yeah, and Impact Events, I believe, is... Uh, I mean, yeah, I thought like, it was in March. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that could be it then. Um, that location, yeah, that does look right. Wow. Yeah, so if anybody's interested, I know I've mentioned it to Jason, because Jason and I dream to get out in the world and uh, learn and do all sorts of things so i would love if he can come um cool yeah 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 super cool yep that's the first one so that's definitely uh what he's talking about 
that is something that I'd like to make more of an effort to do is reduce the number of shows that 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 I do or that Fireside does, uh, but but try to do you know just shows that are destinations like this. Even if I could only do two a year, three a year would be nice. <clears throat> I know we, I know that this one would be a cool one, Jake. If we got um, a few of us together to go to, there's it's yeah. far enough out. Yeah, yeah, plenty of time. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely down to. I'm down to pick a, a few of those. Where is there one that you were talking about? Is it next year that you were talking about uh, Ireland? There's several. Uh, I've been talking about Ireland. Ireland. So Rob Pigment sponsors the Titanic Tattoo Convention. Okay. So Michael, who owns Sick Tattoo Supplies at Cartridges, um, he that's his show. Um, but it's been going on for quite a while. So he did it really well this year. Um, we just we couldn't go a schedule conflict. We had Tony's show. Um, but yeah, then I've also talked about New Zealand in March, which would be um, our friend Haiti is putting on an, a convention that looks pretty amazing. Um, I should uh, pull that up. And then I've also spoke about Belgium, which is coming up uh, in uh, November. Yeah. So there's yeah. several like cool, really amazing events going on. But um, like you said, sometimes you have to just slow down and realize what you want to do and just choose like a couple. You know, yeah. Yeah, and I, I make the mistake of, of of like feeling obligated to shows that I've supported, you know, in the in the past. And it, but when I line all of those up, it's it's quite a few. And some of them are, you know, are shows that I like enjoy the being around the promoter. And it's the same group of people over and over. So it's kind of like it's the only time I get to see that group of people. And we're helping with whether it's, you know, some of the audio video stuff while I'm tattooing, uh, the, you know, the uh, Scott or whoever from Fireside will be, you know, helping to make sure that that the that the show is being projected onto the big screens or whatever. So we're always kind of helping with little stuff like that. And I just end up feeling obligated. And because of that, I don't even look at really epic, you know, trips, you know. Yeah. And then, so as much as I love someplace like, you know, Huntsville, Alabama, I would much rather go to, you know, to New Zealand. So yeah. Uh, my internet is slow, otherwise I'd be pulling it up. I'll uh, copy it in the chat, Gabe, if you want to pull it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so this one is the one that we were going to obviously do last year, but things changed a lot in New Zealand because just the size, it's, it's not, they're not messing around when COVID, when they're talking about COVID. So coming up this year at March, in March, uh, New Zealand's interesting too, because there's like 300 shops. Yeah. They have the old date on it, but it's, it's in March. Hmm. Okay. That's a crazy long flight, huh? Yeah, I think it would take us like 24 hours to get there. Ooh, I don't know if I can afford the first class for a 24 hour flight. Hmm. <laughs> so I've worked with Chaz it's over awesome. Ink Toe, like a lot of these guys we work with already, which is pretty cool. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Aaron, <laughs> another Aaron, yeah, she used to work with Teresa, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's really good. Oh. But yeah, so networking in uh, in New Zealand, that's just, everybody does pretty much know each other. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite painters slash YouTubers is is uh, in uh, in New Zealand too. Um, my brain isn't working this morning, so I won't I won't think of his name, but um, someone in the chat, can, I know I've talked about him so many times that someone that's in this chat will know who I'm talking about. Um, Andrew Tischler. Andrew Tischler. Oh, Andrew Tischler. Yeah. I've got I've got yeah. uh, Andrew uh, Schwarbrick up. Uh, so pretty badass. Let me. I'll get okay. uh, firing him up first, know. and then I'll fire up your guy. Mm -hmm. Is this guy? This guy's in New Zealand. Yeah. Also oh, a tattooer. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, look at that shit. He put his uh, work in drunk critique one night. 
<laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, good. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Thanks. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so what was your guy? It was Andrew. My guy's uh, Tischler, uh, T-I-S-C-H-L-E-R. Uh, he really has a great YouTube oh, channel. He's one of, yeah, he's yeah, one we did talk about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and of course it would be that that image, you know. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah, his tutorials are really, really great. I actually have never bought one from him. I should. I don't know why I haven't. But uh, but he, he's one of those guys that he puts out such great stuff for free on YouTube that he almost shoots himself in the foot. So it's like, oh, I got so much out of this. I don't know why I would need to buy anything. But yeah, he's, he's really, he's really good. Uh, and his his YouTube channel has grown like crazy. I don't know how many subscribers he has now, but it's blown. When I first started following him, our channels were about the same size, and uh, he's he's uh, outpaced me slightly. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> right. Uh, Speaking of Portland, remember what was it? Didn't you get the line like, "Why would we help you?" Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, what's his what, what's his subscriber count up to now? I can't see it very well. 485k. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. He left me behind, but you know, <laughs> he's 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 a better artist and a better uh, YouTuber. In this so short little video, we're gonna be. Dr- yeah. yeah he's oh, he's incredible. It's cool when you have that um that broadcasting sense when really you didn't probably sign up for that. You know, like even you, Jake and Gabe. Like, yeah. It's cool. I like yeah. that uh, that enthusiasm that he has. Yeah, he's very enthusiastic. He's super excited about every scene that he takes on. And he can do everything. I, I prefer his landscapes to his portraits. His portraits sometimes look a little like stiff to me, like overly rendered. But that's just my like, my preference. I like loose portraiture. And he really is a very tight portrait artist. So so I don't tend to watch a lot of his portrait work, but I love his, the, his, man, his landscapes, the seascapes. They are absolutely mm. crazy. And he sold me on these. I did buy his dagger brushes that are put together by Rosemary, and uh, they don't make me any better. Surprisingly, <laughs> I thought I would thought I'd, I'd start instantly using paint dagger. like them. Yeah, I'd be like, man, <laughs> I've got these dagger brushes, and now I paint waves so, like Andrew. Uh, that, that's David Casson's set. As soon as you get uh, David Casson's yeah, brushes, the, the, like David the, then I start painting <laughs> like Casson. Yeah, he would be a good one to to have one. Have you have you? talked to him in a while I, I met him and got to know him a little bit in venice uh, and we had we had loosely planned on him coming and doing a workshop in memphis and never pinned it down oh well, we could uh, but, uh yeah he'd be a great one uh, he's out of control uh-huh. so good and uh you know the the holocaust uh, memorials obviously in this day and age are probably more relevant than ever yeah yeah i mean you spend a lot of time with people that actually went through you know fascism and concentration camps and they understand that it's absolutely zero joke you know yeah uh yeah he did i was about to say he posts a lot of interviews with the with with the people his 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 process is so tedious so crazy uh we had we had we had a good interview with him in in venice actually he was the first person that we interviewed there and he, uh, I remember one line he said, um, I was talking about just his process and how intense it is and how long it takes. And he said, oh, painting is like dessert for me. I don't really ever want it to be over. So I like huh. keep keep painting on a painting indefinitely. Uh, but yeah, he's it's really, really good. Yeah, His wife's fucking badass uh, painter too. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, Shan- is her name Shannon? No, her last name starts with an S. I can't, I can't think of it now. Slevin's, uh, Sh- no, 
yeah, Shanna uh-huh. Levinson. Shanna Levinson. Yeah, her. I think her Instagram is like Slevinson or something like that. She's really good too. It's funny how our tattoo no- news show just goes into like uh, <laughs> just looking at all of our favorite. Is the line like, blurred? Uh, <laughs> the line. The line is blurred. This this, <laughs> this show definitely blurs it. Uh, so what's uh, but, next for you guys coming up this week? Anything cool going on? Uh, we're we're in full like uh, uh, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel on the web redesign. So hopefully cool. that's that's pretty well done. You know, this week or not done, but at least to a point where we can launch it and and have it live. That's at least our our goal. Uh, I have a pretty full sorry, sorry week real quick. I'm blowing up. Uh, uh, here she is. Yeah, just so people get a yeah. Yeah, like I said, that's going self, too fast. Those are self portraits. I think that's her, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So she does a lot of that really like highly rendered realism too. But if you look at her work with David's, they're like, you know, they're so, so different in their uh, approach and the way that they apply paint. This is the first layer, she says. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And they they both do classes. They you know they they've been doing a lot of classes with uh, Rember in a uh, spot in Dallas. Oh, really? Nice. And you could tell, man, all those guys fucking kill it. And they keep killing it. Yeah, uh, Rember's got a badass shop. He's one of my favorite interviews that you did. Um, you know. Yeah, thanks. He, he was really good. Yeah, I I don't think that he remembers me that well. I, like he knows that he knows me, but he doesn't know from where. I saw him in Phoenix a couple of times. Yeah, and then I caught him on the way walking out all the way back to the hotel, and we talked for like five minutes just on the walk. And whenever we split ways, I still thought like, you know, he doesn't remember who I. He knows uh, that he knows me, but he has no idea that we did an interview together. <laughs> no, it's like a full hour long. It was great. Like, it was great when he gets into his like philosophy of of owning a business and bringing in other artists and making sure that uh, you know. I know that like him and I think uh, Francesco, maybe there's another bad, I mean, there's a lot of badasses there, but you know, the other, yeah. maybe one of the owners, uh, they'd stick the new people right in, but you know, I don't really know, but like, I remember a story that he told about sticking the, the you know, the new people in between them. So like mm. when you get introduced to the shop, it's like, you're just in between two badasses. Yeah. And um, anyways, yeah. I don't know what, you know, whatever Remember it is. definitely holds his own great. in terms of his, the way he yeah. handles his image. I would definitely consider him iconic. It's yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah I would, put him yeah i mean uh, uh uh yeah maybe some other people have to die first but yeah right there mm-hmm. if not there he's also what? i think probably the hardest worker you know like i watched him tattoo probably mm-hmm. 16 hours you know then he drove to the airport with his client got on an airplane flew back to texas and then finished the tattoo mm-hmm. yeah it was not i was like oh shit okay. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, the first time well we, we did that interview and i know we're, we're out of time to hear about but we did that interview in uh at evergreen and um uh, in Oregon, and he did like three days, full, full, long days on the same piece, incredible piece. And then I would see he would post that night that he had a full painting set up in his hotel room. So he would tattoo for like 12 or 13 hours. And then he went back and worked on this like incredible oil portrait that he was doing in the room. Nice. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's mind boggling yeah. the type of the amount of work that he puts in. Which is why his work looks the way it does, and he's got a shop of uh, you know the size that it is while keeping it together. It's yeah, fucking impressive. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. Well, we're we're over. Have we uh, have we We've said done. anything? Yeah. What, Lauren? What about you? Are you traveling this week anytime soon? Oh, or actually, you... funny. I am. Uh, I forgot to mention. I'm going to go see Guy on Thursday. To do oh, some nice. Stuff. Yep. Cool. Just to do some video stuff, or you're so, uh, No, I'm doing some stuff with uh, reinventing. I'm not getting tattooed, so. Oh, okay. Yep. Gotcha. 
But anybody awesome. that's uh, been purchasing the biomech encyclopedias uh, will be happy to know that uh, <laughs> we'll have a process that does not require Guy to actually physically take the books himself and put them into the packages and send them out. Because <laughs> yeah. he does actually tattoo all the fucking time. So yeah. um, it'll be awesome to, for, for Lauren to be yeah. able to help with, you know, with part of that. Because everyone, you know, they, they, they buy the book and they're like, you know, expecting Amazon deliver it to, you know, the next day. And, uh, and in reality, again, it's guy, you know, at his, at his spot, you know, a couple times a week. I mean, he's shipping them out regularly, but like, yeah, it'll be awesome that, it, that that's off his plate for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Logistics yeah. is something I've got under my wing for a decade. So yeah, helping him out. But yeah, it'll be great to see him. I haven't, I saw him in August. I, I like, you know, seeing him in person is really cool. We see him all the time, but in yeah. person is awesome. So I'll let you know how that got, that goes. Yeah, yeah, excited. Hey, can we throw out as we sign off? We uh, we were Gabe and I. We've been talking about uh, uh, an inspiring tour, which Gabe has been doing. He's done a couple with uh, Nick Baxter and Sean Barber. We talked about me doing one at the same place, this bed, this uh, bed and breakfast uh, next April. But who would my partner be? That's the question for the few people that are left hmm. still watching. Who who would be a good co presenter? Because we're hit. We're I'll think about that too. Maybe I'll have a, a couple ideas for next week. Awesome. All right, it sounds good. Yeah, all I said right. it too late. We we lost like ten people right before that on the first uh, side. <laughs> well, that's um, all right. Yeah, thanks everybody. Uh, next week is episode number forty-eight. All right. Oh, Looking so we're coming it. up on fifty-two. Yeah. We should do our uh, our fifty-two because uh, I mean it'd be a year even if we didn't do it weekly. Although I think we have been doing it weekly. Are we celebrating episode fifty-two or episode fifty? Because fifty-two means it's a year's worth, but fifty is like you know it's like an anniversary. So I don't, I don't know. know. Hmm. 52. Maybe. I guess maybe. we'll find out. Maybe two parties. Stay tuned. Uh, two parties. Yeah. I'm done with that. All right. We'll see you guys. Okay. Cheers, Thanks, everybody. guys. Have, have a good week.